Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. How many of you know some former REO real estate agents? Okay, we have about 90 of them that we work with. They're, they're, they're like, Todd, the fact that I've got to wake up in the morning and put pants on and return phone calls drives them nuts. But you know, that industry is gone. So they're going back to retail, as many of you figured out, you know, if you, you know, what, 18 months ago when there's no more refis. So just for fun, in your own business, in your own business, startup under five years, growth, Everything is about top line revenue. Everything is about marketing. Everything is about expansion. But what about profit? Who cares? You don't have any now. Focus on top line revenue. Get as many people as you can. Grow your business as fast as you can because the easiest thing to do is to turn the dials and the levers afterwards to create higher levels of profit. You know what you make per loan. Attack. That's growth. The cash cow, you're sitting inside this room and you're like, what is this shit? This guy's a knucklehead, and I get that, and I honor you, congratulations, that's awesome, good for you. You might be sitting inside this room saying, I used to do a ton of loans, and I gotta figure out what's next. That's a fading winner. Restructure, I hope none of you are there. Tell your buddy, just, I'm just curious, tell your buddy, where are you in the life cycle of your business today? Be honest. Todd, by the way, I hope they all said growth, because all the cash cows, you know what they say? Growth. All the cash cows always say growth, because that's how they stay there. All right, so let's keep going, you ready? So the rich, sounds more, very motivational obviously, but the very best agents, the ones that are on the, the, the rise, they're just dreaming more. Now you know I, I take dreaming? They're showing up to seminars, they're going to events, they're reading books. I heard a couple of people talking about like sending books to agents and that's a great idea. Let me give you a little hint, agents don't read. <laughs> so you ready? Send them an audio. You with me? Send them an audio, same concept, but send them an audio CD they can pop inside their car and better yet, take it to you know, your local person and rip a little 15 minute introduction message from you on the audio CD and then send it to them, right? Put subliminal messages throughout. Call me for all loans. Like, do that kind of stuff. All that's available. So they dream bigger, we know that. Here's the big one, you ready? You gotta find agents that are willing to execute. You gotta find the ones that are trying. The ones that are saying, I'm thinking about more direct mail, thinking about doing Facebook, thinking about this, thinking about that. And you know where you find them, by the way? In every nook and cranny of these training groups that are taking place like on Facebook or in Google Hangouts, et cetera. How many of you are on Twitter, by the way? I'm just curious. Okay, awesome. How many of you um, send out tweets every day? Okay, so good, none of you. Awesome, right, there are three of us. How many of you are on, on Twitter listening every day for agents that are being productive. Who's doing that? And productive could just mean they send a blog out, right? That's cool, do you say, hey, great job on that blog, that was a really cool piece, I read that, good work, but I think point number three is kind of stupid, we should discuss that, right? By the way, they would respond to that, does that make sense? Because you'd probably be the only person that responded to that tweet. So just something to think about. The agents that are out there executing, the ones that are doing more open houses, by the way, the hottest thing right now, probably not gonna discuss it, but write it down in your notes, is any agent that's thinking about forming a team or any agent that's currently on a team should be a model match for you. The hottest trend the last 10 years 
has been the development of these super group rock star teams. And you know, Julie, we've been on the front line of it saying, here is all the different job descriptions, how to pay them, when to hire them, what's the appropriate timing, et cetera. You should be looking all the time who's starting a team. You should be asking everybody you know, who's forming a new team? Because that person is committed to growth. They're trying to figure out how to do more. Now, I love this one. Can you say that out loud? Okay, Darren Hardy, right? Did, uh, Darren, I'm sure, has said this before to you guys. The rich and the rest both hate to do what it takes to be successful, but the rich do it anyway. So, amen. yeah, I got an amen. That's awesome. I normally don't get those, but that's cool. So consider this, you ready? What we're looking for is people that are out taking action. The people that are doing open houses on a rainy day. You with me on this? The people that are doing open houses on some kind of holiday. Right? You're looking for the people that are out executing. You find those people, even if they're that diamond in a rough, they're on the right trajectory. They're willing to do the work. What you want to avoid is the people that have way too much time to talk to you. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like when they return your phone call in three seconds or respond to you instantly on a, on a you know, text message and then they want to have a, like a live stream conversation with you. You with me? Avoid those people. Now, consider the following. You ready? They have a plan. How many of you, by the way, are formulating your 2015 goals and plans right now? Say aye. aye. Is this like an awesome environment to be doing that? Yes or no? Okay. Yes. How many of you have been doing this more than five years? Say aye. aye. So your plan, this is you. Like, okay, I see it. Ten purchase loans a month. I'm going to you know, open up a new branch. I'm going to make this happen. My profit's going to be this. How many of you know, though, after your plan, like, that's reality? <laughs> How many of you know this to be true? Say aye. aye. Right? Is there anybody, like, you'll leave this conference, you'll go back to your office, and on the first day you'll be like, okay, everybody. Hey, where's Martha? Oh, Martha quit while you were gone. <laughs> like, that's reality, right or wrong, guys. You're like, oh, my God, Martha's my spouse. She left? What? Right? Like... <laughs> That was terrible. That was terrible. I'm like a happily married guy of 21 years. I wish that on no one. Um, but, but we know this is reality. So when we're talking to agents, we're like, look, every good intention, right? This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm committed to. I'm launching these multiple lead generation campaigns. I'm going to make this many calls. I'm going to do this. All those activities. But then like their first escrow falls apart, right? Or my client, Bob, who uh, is up in Minnesota, who had an intention to go from 60 sales to 125 sales in one year, and he did such a great job finishing the year that he went into the new year with no escrows. Isn't that exciting? And does anybody know Minnesota in January? Yeah, it's a little cold, right? You throw a glass of water outside, and it hits as a piece of ice. You with me? So Bob says to me, i got to start the new year. I'm like, look, buddy, your plan was fantastic. The reality of the market, the tempo of the market, the, you know, going into the first quarter, you're not going to do 10 deals in January, right? He ended up doing one in January. One, and it was the biggest sale of his life, million two. So excited, right? Million two transaction that fell apart like on February 3rd. So he's now in February with no business and a goal of 120. Guess where he finished? Guess where he finished? Okay, no, 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 he didn't hit his goal. Like 115 transactions closed and pending, carried probably eight over into the new year. But it was because of this one, you ready guys? Way better personal psychology. Bob understood that there's the cycle of every market. You know it, I know it. And what he had to do was focus on mental toughness. What he had to do was focus on doing the things today that would ultimately lead him to where he wanted to go. So you know what he did? Instead of only making five contacts a day to his database, he went for 25 since it was freezing and everybody was home. Does that make sense? Okay, has anybody in the room been to Israel? Anybody? 
Okay, do you guys travel at all? <laughs> we came to Palm Desert. I'm, so I got an email yesterday from one of my top clients who is an Israeli broker for Remax, and his office would be like, I don't know, from here to the parking lot is the Gaza Strip. So I'm emailing back and forth with him yesterday, like, how's it going, man? Like, what are you working on? What are you committed to? And he's like, hey, the last, like, 30 days have been awesome. We've been out door knocking every day. Everyone is home. That's a good personal psychology, right or wrong. This is a guy that a year ago calls me and says, hey, you know, I'm painting my office. And I was like, oh, that's great. Why? Like, it was like, like a feng shui thing. He goes, no, rockets. Rockets. And some of you are like, oh, but I had a loan go sideways and an agent left me. Rockets. <laughs> Put things into perspective. How is your personal psychology? We all know this. We all know, like, who, who in this room besides me grew up on, like, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, right? Right? You with me? Like, all the, Jim Rohn. I mean, these are, like, these, these are, like, some people grew up on milk and cookies. I grew up on, like, Mike Ferry, Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins, Jim, you know what I mean? Like, that was my, those were my peeps. I remember sitting with Zig Ziglar when I was like 19 years old, and I'm at this conference, it was at Anaheim Convention Center, and my dad sent me to go to the event. You ever been sent to go to a seminar? Yeah, your mom sent you. That means we weren't good. You with me on this? When you get sent, there's a sign. And I remember getting the opportunity to walk up and meet Zig, and who saw Zig Ziglar speak live? Raise your hands really high. Coolest guy on the planet, right or wrong? He, he'd be like, because you got to set goals for you. Like, just this tempo, his timing. And I, you know, I like a year before that had a mohawk. I was like so impressed, right? But I remember watching Zig and him saying, you know, you got to have a good attitude. You got to get a check up from the neck up. And I remember thinking to myself, what is this shit he is talking about? Like, what do you mean a check up from the neck up? Look, like, you know, I'm 19, right? None of that resonated for me. But it wasn't until, it wasn't until fast forward a year and a half later, my dad's doing an infomercial and Tony Robbins is the infomercial testimonial. You with me on this? This is before Tony became Tony. He was the infomercial testimonial. He was only a few years removed from being a salesperson at Jim Rohn's office and was now starting to do some fireworks or firewalk stuff and all that. And I remember Tony talking about, no, the reality is attitude is just simply how you view the world. Your self-talk, the things you say to yourself about yourself and other people, your focus on the way you move your body, that's what represents your attitude. So do me a favor, just turn to your buddy and go like this. Yes! yes. And some of you were like, yes. And I totally get, ready? That's a representation of your attitude. You wake up in the morning, like Todd and I are in the back, you know, standing up, we didn't, Todd and I didn't wake up together in the morning, in case you're wondering, I was Deb. But you know, I, I'm sitting backstage and I'm doing this. You guys do this every day? Right, wake up your central nervous system. So all of a sudden, by the time you get out there, man, your heartbeat's going, you're ready, you're fired up. Does that impact your attitude, yes or no? Right, it's Fridays. I took Fridays off. I gave myself a gift at 36 years old, Fridays off for the rest of my life. That was my birthday present to me. And I'm here. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? It's Friday. This is yoga day. This is like, you know, all, but you know what? So I'm back there. I'm like, okay. Right now, I command my conscious and unconscious mind to give me the skills, the talent, the ability, the human knowledge, whatever it takes to show these people to get these people to change their lives in the better start right now, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Because if I don't, guess what? I'm walking around going, it's Friday. Why am I here? <laughs> do you ever do it's Friday? Why am I here? When you're supposed to be making phone calls? When you're supposed to be a powerful negotiator, yeah. I'm gonna tell you guys right now, this is the formula, because all your attitude does is predict the kind of action you're gonna take, and your actions only simply predict the kind of results you're gonna generate, good, bad, right, or wrong, and your results, unfortunately or fortunately, 
reinforce your self-talk, your focus, and your physiology. Does that make sense? Okay, do me a favor, turn to your buddy right now, look him right in the eyes and just say, I'm alive, excited, and full of energy. And I know some of you, some of you, maybe only a few, Julie, you're like this. Affirmations. If I have to hear about that one more time, I'm gonna die, which is like, well, that's a good affirmation. I didn't make this stuff up. I just use it to my advantage. Does that make sense? And so do all my clients. Look at the next one. You ready? Oh, that's a really good looking slide. So the great people, this is really big. Please write this one down. If you don't write anything else down, write this one down. The rich, what they do is they close the loops. See, too many of us are going to leave this conference with a bunch of incompletes. I need to look into Facebook advertising. I want to take this and I'm going to get these books. I'm going to do the CD and I'm going to make these phone calls. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to do this marketing. And what you have is a ton of things that are now incomplete leaving the conference. You gotta narrow the focus, and the only thing you should be focusing on is closing the loops. Close the loops between now and the end of the year. Go into next year with total business integrity. And I don't mean integrity like you tell the truth. I mean integrity like things are whole and complete. That the conversations that needed to be had, the marketing campaigns that needed to be developed, the personal skills that needed to be worked on, the disciplines and habits that you know are gonna be required, you start them now, so you go in the next year whole and complete. Does that make sense? All right, let's keep going. This is probably the biggest point. The last one was a big point, but this is actually the biggest point. So if I sit down with an agent, and by the way, does anybody work Beverly Hills? Nobody? Anybody wanna to move to Beverly Hills? I have a really good client there. She made $7 million last year selling real estate. Is that good? On 177 closed transactions? And she just came inside my office and she said, okay, I've been talking to all these people and I realized you made a comment at a conference where you said most people are myopic in their approach, they don't think outside of the box, and most of them are very singular in their lead generation. And the only way to be successful, we all know, is to expand your lead generation, right? If I'm in growth mode, it's about having six things that I'm testing at all times knowing that only one of them is going to make it, but that's okay. I'm gonna, it's, like, it's like being an angel investor. I'm gonna invest in these six, one makes me a gazillion dollars, the other five, I write them off. Does that make sense? It's the same thing in your marketing and lead generation. Matter of fact, look at the, the science behind it. I'm sorry about the little screw up in slides. This is what it basically says. When we're analyzing or assessing an agent's business, here's what we know. If they're struggling, which is behind that word systems, they've got one to three ways that they generate clients. Think about it in your own business. If I said to you, open up your business plan and show me how many different marketing campaigns, how many different programs you're running to attract business. You know, if you got a branch, maybe it's branch business. If you got, you know, some kind of online lead generation portal that you're a part of, you've got agent relationships, MSAs, you've got builder business, you've got refi business, you've got, you know, personal referral, you got all these different ways, right? But how many campaigns are running at all time? What we see with agents that are really making it happen, Todd, they're good agents. They've got four to six ways that they're generating customers. And by the way, you can see at the bottom, today, two-thirds of those are what we would call traditional methodologies, direct mail. How many of you are still doing direct mail? Raise your hands really high. Okay, for all of you that aren't, we really appreciate it. It's a bad idea. Don't do direct mail. <laughs> direct mail is crushing it right now, guys. Crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. Well, I don't know why because everyone stopped, right? We're already seeing it now in the real estate space. Everybody's beginning to start doing direct mail again, and we're already seeing the numbers decline. But that's a really good example. So the rich, two-thirds tried and true, one-third tech and push the envelope. 
The very best agents today have more than 10 ways that they generate customers. I just sat down with Tim Smith, who I mentioned earlier from Newport Beach, California. We were working on his business plan for 2015. And right now, Julie, he's got like 11 different ways that he generates customers, and he needs five more so he can do $450 million in sales next year. He knows he can only squeeze from his existing sources so much before you have to get another well to start to pump. Does that make sense? So just for fun, tell your buddy right now, do you have enough lead generation in your own business happening today? Just tell your buddy yes or no. How many of you said no? Be honest. I love you. Thank you so much. Guess what that means? You now know you've got a loop you need to close between now and the end of the year. Yes or no? Okay, do me a favor, don't look into Facebook ads because they don't work. I, I strongly recommend you avoid them at all costs to keep my costs low. Right? My buddy is the chief revenue officer for a company called Three Day Blinds. He's spending a million dollars a month on Facebook ads right now and took his company from 60 million to over 120 million dollars in the process in 13 months. Is that good? I'm sorry, is that good? Yes. Hello! He's like, I can't spend enough on Facebook. You want to know why? Because the average Facebook user is on it for five hours a day. Five! My receptionist was on Facebook so much, I put her in charge of it. <laughs> right? I mean, I walk by and I'm like, Facebook.com, hello kitty. Hey, why don't you check out Coach Tom Ferry and help me out? I mean, that's the reality today. Now, I'm not saying you have to do Facebook. You don't. The point is, you've got to get out of this myopic thinking of, I've always done it this way, therefore, just do more of the same. My, the president of my company just said to me, we should hire more telemarketers. I'm like, we have 40. Why would I hire 10 more telemarketers when I can send one Facebook ad for 50 bucks and generate five leads? I'd rather just have converters. You with me on this? Just people that are really good at conversion. So, by the way, we talk about the tried and true and the traditional. This is what every agent deals with today. No soliciting. We're too broke to buy anything. Um, we know who we're voting for. We've already found Jesus. Seriously, unless you have thin mints, go away. <laughs> like, that's the mindset, right? On the, on the technology side, check this out. You ready? This is where agents are spending their time today. Online advertising on the most popular portals. So do me a favor. Just write these down really fast, and I want you just to do a gut check in your own business. You want more purchase business, yes? Yes, yes or no? Yes. So how many agents do you share a revenue portion of their Zillow, Realtor, or Trulia.com for purchase leads? Okay, I love every one of you. You are brilliant. The guy that started that before Zillow is my dear friend, a guy named Greer Allen, who is the CEO of a company called Boomtown ROI. How many of you know Boomtown ROI? Okay, smarty pants. Should I not talk about it? You want me to keep it on the down low? You're like, yeah, keep it on the down low. My clients that are on Boomtown generate 300 buyer leads a month on average. On average. And you know what? They do loans and refis and HELOCs and everything else way more than they actually buy houses. I'm just saying, my friends, right? The agents know you got to get in the way of the traffic. Zillow had 82 million uniques last month. Is that good? Is that more than your website? <laughs> by like 81 million or more? And they just bought Trulia, who has 50 million uniques every month, and about half of their uniques never went to each other's sites, which means they're picking up some serious traffic. Realtor.com, that really has got to just be pissed off because they started, you know, what, 15, 18 years ago? They had like 11 people go to their site last month. 
But still, and the chairman is actually a really good friend, he gets pissed every time I say that, but it's true, it's just the numbers. So if you're not involved in that, I think you're missing an opportunity, in my professional opinion. Also, Facebook advertising, also Google, Google pay-per-click, 